Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Hey friends, I just want to tell you about a sponsor I have. It's Anchor.fm. It's a podcasting hosting and it's free. It's so cool. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. In fact, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. You can make money from your podcast day one. I mean, right when you start. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one cool, easy, simple place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your first podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode four. We're going to talk about this whole idea of overwhelm and figuring out how to maneuver within overwhelm. What does that mean, maneuver within overwhelm? Well, let's find out. So overwhelm seems to be a word that is used to describe any time that you're stressed, you're stuck, when you've said yes too many times. <laughs> it describes a lot of different things, this overwhelm. So let's dig into overwhelm. What is overwhelm really? Overwhelm is when you don't know what to start on first. You don't have a plan. You haven't created a systems and a process for something. And you haven't really clarified what you're doing and why you're doing it. So let's take overwhelm apart, piece by piece. If you take overwhelm and break it into different slices, then you will have things that you can actually get done. If we look at overwhelm through different eyes, so let's look at why are you actually overwhelmed? Have you committed yourself to too many things? Have you piled on too much and you just don't know where to start because everything feels like a priority? I hear that one a lot. It's all a priority. Are you in a position where you just don't really know where to start because you don't know why you're really doing it? It's not exciting you enough to push you forward? Well, first, let's look at saying yes too much. My clients, I'm sure like any high achiever like yourself, tends to say yes to a lot. I can do all this. I'm a high achiever. Yes, I can. Not necessarily true. I mean, you can get a lot done, but doing it well, being satisfied, being proud of your work, feeling satisfied with it and fulfilled. Putting too many things on your plate doesn't allow you to lead a fulfilling life. Putting too many things on your plate doesn't give you enough to focus on. So here's one of the things that I teach. Again, we're gonna go with cars because I like cars. So we're talking about cars again. All right, so let's think of saying yes to too many things as a freeway with traffic on it, okay? You're, first of all, you're humming along, going, wow, I'm making great time. I'm actually going over the speed limit. There's hardly, hardly any cars. And then you get over a hill and you see down ahead, 
red tail lights, a sea of them, and there's no exit to get off. You're stuck. There's nothing you can do about it. And as you get closer and closer, slower you have to go, slower you have to go. And before you know it, you're sitting there in the sea of taillights because you've said yes to too many things. All of those cars are all of the yeses and commitments you've made. And by having all of these things all at the same time going all at the same pace gets you nowhere slowly. (laughs) Traffic, it would be slowly, right? (laughs) Or quickly, they say, you end up having to stop quick. Whichever it is, I think you get the picture. So what I want you to do is think about this traffic jam and all of these cars are all of the yeses that you've said. Now we have to clear the traffic. Somewhere along, the traffic has to start moving again. Otherwise, you're not going to go anywhere. How does traffic clear off a freeway? I mean, if everybody stopped forever forward, it's not going to go anywhere. Traffic is cleared by people exiting off the freeway. Haha, do you guys see this happening here? We're going to exit these cars off the freeway, but we need to make decisions about how we exit them off. So first thing I like to do is have my clients think about where are you going? So let's look at this as a road trip. Let's say we're going from California to North Carolina. We have a lot more things to think about. This is going to help you with this yes and no. So when we're doing that, we're going to have to make decisions all along the way. What is going to get us there? What do we need? And what keeps us on the freeway? First, I like to say K-N-O-W, no, your no. So you have to know why you're saying no and what you're saying no to and what and why you're saying yes to something. So let's start clearing this freeway off. We're going from California. We're going to North Carolina. We need to stay on one freeway. We need to keep moving. We'll have to stop for gas sometimes. We'll have to stop to stay the night probably. You might have to stop to eat for me. I like to have snack foods when I drive. It's the only time I eat Doritos, so that's when I have that. But I'll allow you to have meals on this trip, okay? So we are heading off on this trip. Now we've said yes to a few things, to say the least. Off we go on our journey. Now we can pick things that are short-term, that are long-term, that are maybe mid-term. And so let's evaluate things of what we're doing. So let's say your business is marketing. Now you probably have a niche within your marketing. So whatever your niche is, we're going to say your niche is health coaches. So now what we're doing is we're running a business that has a niche for health coaches. We need to make sure that whatever we take on takes us in that direction that we're going or supportive to us in some way. So the first things that we can say yes to is yes, I'd like to join a coaching mastermind. What does that involve? Well, that may involve a year long commitment. That's something I've now committed to as one car. We now have one car on the road for our coaching mastermind. We now have a second car on the road, which is our actual marketing business. We now are asked about a third car on the road. Our third car on the road is maybe you have a podcast like this. That's our third car. Those are all long-term things. They're all going to North Carolina with us. 
Now, let's say now we're looking at something else we've been invited to. Someone's asked us to help plan an event, maybe a summit or a conference for wellness coaches. Well, that's a great opportunity. What's involved in that? Now we have to start evaluating here. We're going to evaluate this car. We have only three cars right now that are going all the way to North Carolina. They're pretty good sized cars. They're, I'd say maybe they're not actual cars. Maybe they're good size SUVs. They got a lot in there, right? Take up a lot of space on this freeway of ours. So this summit or conference, when is it taking place from where we are now? What is the commitment level to it? What role are we playing? Is this something that's going to be consistent all the time? Or is it something that we're going to have to pop in and out of? What does that mean, pop in and out of? Is it somewhere that we can pull over for a while and park it? And then it can come back on and meet us every once in a while. So let's say it can come off the road, exit, leaving room for something else or breathing room. And then it comes back on to the freeway again. Maybe it's going to get a little crowded for a while or maybe something's moved off. Now, let's say that you are now asked to be a leader in a marketing course that's a year long. Uh oh, now we have four and a half full time things going on. So we've got we've got the mastermind we committed to, which is all year long. And that's that's a pretty big commitment. We have the conference and summit that we committed to. And that's a year long as well. And we have our business itself. And now we have a podcast. And now we're looking at being part of this program here, this course program that we're going to help teach. Let's that we're getting a little full here. And that one doesn't look like it's going to leave. So this is maybe one we need to think about. So now we have another opportunity and it is to be a coach on a program that's just every couple months, maybe every three months, you go and you're your speaker at that and then you help coach a little bit, but it's on and off. So it exits off for three months and then pops back on and it's for about two weeks and then it exits on and off. So are you seeing this? Okay, so now we're gonna look at some other opportunities. Let's say you get an opportunity to be interviewed for a podcast or a speaker for one event. Well, this is great. It's not really a whole car. It's like, you know, one of those little smart cars. It can't go very far, it can't go very fast. (laughs) And you can't put a lot of luggage in it. Well, that's a car that gets on the freeway exits completely off and then we'll enter every once in a while it's not a lot of commitment so it's not going to be on your freeway all the time so we need to really look at when are there too many things on your freeway evaluate each thing some things may be for short term fill up a new gas station you'll leave it there you can park it overnight somewhere you can park it for a couple months somewhere maybe it's something that doesn't join you back on the freeway for a few months. You really need to think about what this looks like before you, K-N-O-W, know your no. So I want you to look at things and think about it in a way that helps you determine the value of what you're saying yes to. Now you may say, well, I've got this incredible opportunity. Now I've been asked to be on the board with all of these super important marketing people. And this is a two-year commitment. It's pretty amazing. It's gonna open up a lot of doors for me. It's gonna give me a lot of opportunity, but I've got a little bit too much commitment because there's other things that come with this. It's a two-year commitment. So my other cars in the road 
does someone need to maybe pull off for a while? Do I need to take a break from the mastermind for a bit? Do I need to take a break from the courses I chose? What do you need to take a break from and say, you know, can I just put you in a rest stop until I need you again? So can you do that? Can you just pull it over to a rest stop for a while until you figured out what that commitment looks like? Sometimes we don't know what our commitment is going to be. Sometimes we we say, well, okay, what does this commitment look like? And then person says, oh, it's not hard at all. I fit in easily with all the other things I have. It's only, you know, 10 hours a month. It hardly takes any time at all. Well, that's for them. It may be totally different for you. Or maybe different opportunities arise from this commitment for you. And so it does end up taking more time. Or maybe you're asked to chair another part of the program or start something new within this opportunity. So you don't know where it's really going to go. I like to evaluate these that have a lot of opportunities within them. And I don't know up front. I like to make sure that I've made some space for that. I like to have my clients look at it and say, if I commit to this, what things can I adjust? What things give me some maneuverability? What things can I park on the side for a little bit in the rest area? What things can I maybe pull off for a few months or six months until I really figure out what this looks like for me? Don't just jam them all in there. What happens? It's a sea of red taillights and there you are going somewhere but super slow and everything gets held back you're behind on everything at this point you're swamped and you are now what overwhelmed overwhelmed so i hope this car scenario worked for you i've been teaching it for a very long time i find it really helps my clients to think about how to evaluate what you're saying yes to now we're going to talk about overwhelm just not knowing where to start. Darn, if we haven't all had that happen, haven't we? Where on earth do I start on this? Seems like everything I have is the most important thing on the planet. It's all priority. Sometimes it is. I'm I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it all have an element of priority to them. Sometimes they all feel like they are the priority. Sometimes you're just looking at it through the wrong lens. So let's change lenses and take a closer look at everything's a priority of overwhelm. When we look at having five things, I'm going with five because I have five cards in my hand, (laughs) which I helped create your car scenario with. We have our five high priority items. Where on earth am I gonna start? And now I am staring at these five things that must be done now. Otherwise the world will come to an end and nothing good will happen. So I must get something done. And so what I do is I take these five things and I stare them down. Like staring them down is gonna make a huge difference in getting them done. Because at some point, one of them will suddenly raise their hand and go, Actually, I'm the most important. Sadly, that is not true, although that would be quite helpful, wouldn't it? The truth is, they won't raise their hand and say they're first. And if there's a human involved in it, they may think they're first, but maybe they're not. So let's take a look at these five things. One, which is starting your first podcast. We have two, which is catch up on some major projects in your business. Three, which is starting something new with a business partner. Four, which is a lot of the marketing stuff. You got to get all this marketing stuff done. And five, 
getting all your financials and taxes ready because tax season's around the corner and you've got to get all that stuff done and got all this paperwork that you've been sitting on and you're not getting what you need to get done. So there's all this heavy weight of this. Financial things you're looking at, that can always be a big weight. That can always feel like number one, can't it? Is it? I don't know. You have to answer that yourself. So let's break it down a little bit more. Generally, financial stuff will be raising its hand the most in your mind. You have to really evaluate, is that the most important or is there something in it that is the most important? Or is there something in that project that will just rip that bandaid off, sometimes with the little hairs on your arm, but will make you feel like you're getting something done? You're moving the ball forward. Is there someone that can help you to get that ball moving forward? That can guide you in what to do and give you baby steps? I don't know. I would ask. Your marketing, same thing. What are you not doing? What are you doing? What's a simple, simple thing you can do? Keep it simple. The best way to get rid of overwhelm? Find a 1% thing you can do. Just a 1% thing you can do. Once you get that, you start building off success and you start feeling a little bit better and you'll start going. I have clients I recommend doing a 15-minute timer because we all hit overwhelm at some point. Just sit down and do it for 15 minutes and sometimes you'll get in a groove and before you know it, you've done it for two hours and most of it's done. Look at that. So start looking at each of these things. Can you make it into something smaller that you can build success off of? That's what you really want to start doing with overwhelm. You want to start chipping them down. Don't just sit and have a staring contest or a thinking contest. That's not going to get you too far. And then what happens is you go into overthinking. You think, well, if I sit and organize everything, that will help. Generally, it doesn't. Let's just be honest. If I go get an ice cream, that will help. It generally doesn't. We've done all these things. We know this is true. Let's get these five things done. So, We are going to break these down into small pieces. Take a section of it, a small little itty bitty section in marketing. What do you need to do? You need to get a new logo designed maybe. You need to get someone to run your social media. What does that look like? Hire someone, find someone, pick out the colors. Just sit down and work on it. Get it done. Don't spend forever. You can always update it or change it later. It's not that big of a deal. Social media, it's a big job, isn't it? Some people, it's their thing. Most people find it overwhelming. Social media, how often do I do it? What do I say? How do I run a page and a group and in my own profile? Break it down and break it down again and then break it down again and break it down again and break it down again until it is something so simple as what post am I going to do today? What posts am I going to do this week? And can I send that as an example to someone to start doing the posting for me? That's what I want you to start doing. Can you start sending these posts out for someone to start organizing? Maybe you can just get someone to do the scheduling for you. Maybe you can just get someone to make the posts for you. There's lots of things that will make all the posts for you. Maybe you can find someone to do the scheduling and make the posts for you. Maybe you can get someone to manage your group. There's a lot of different things. Figure it out. Break it down. What do you need to get done to get the next thing done? Now we still have five priorities calling out to us. I'm first. I'm first. I'm first. Look and see which one actually is first. Does the social media have to be done? Well, yes, it does. But is my life over if it doesn't happen? No. 
go through them. Often the financial one will jump up, handle it, because the reality is, even if it isn't the highest priority, it's like the little kids in school. Do you remember in elementary school, the little kids go, oh, 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 pick me, and they wiggle in their seat, jump up and down, their hands are up in the air. Okay, that's what I find the financial priority one does. Highest priority, nagging, irritating, pick me, pick me. Just get rid of it is what I say. Get it done, pass it off, do what you need to do because otherwise the other ones are never gonna get done because you're gonna keep seeing that kid in the corner going, pick me, pick me. Let's get them done. Break them down, little pieces, slow at a time, don't overthink it. Maybe there's a whole sections of this stuff you don't even need to do to get things done. I find with my clients and myself that if I can get 80% done, it's probably all I needed, sometimes less actually to start being successful or feel successful. Don't look at the whole picture. Don't look at the whole thing. Look at where do I start? And if it feels like there's five things, so if I pull off one of these cards, I had five in my hand, obviously, I said that before. I have one card in my hand here, and it's this to-do list of 1,001 things to do to get this job done. I'm gonna go, I'm never gonna get those done because when I take a magnifying glass, remember that, I don't know if anyone watched the Santa Claus, and the last one is like, the tiniest, tiniest print about around the outside. It looked like the red logo. They had to put on the highest volume of magnifying glass. Well, this 1001 list, you put the magnifying to that and you're like, whoa, there's a thousand things under each of those 1001 things. And then you put another magnifying glass and you go, oh my God, there's a thousand things under the thousand things of the thousand things. And you can do that again. And sometimes that's where the list goes. So just because you have a thousand and one things on that list, you probably don't need to get them all done. And then you probably don't need to get all the things done under all of those lists under any magnifying glass. Pick one of them that moves you forward. Pick one small thing on the tiniest magnifying glass level to get done. And then keep moving forward on that. Because when you do that, you can start saying, okay, I'm moving the ball forward. Overwhelm is being smashed to the ground. It will eventually no longer exist. Because what I want you to do, and what I want all my clients to be able to do, is to be feeling successful, feeling like they're moving forward, not to be sitting in traffic, hanging out in traffic all day, going, well, I have all these things going. I mean, sure, we're going eh, two miles an hour. Now you're wasting gas too. I just want to remind you about this whole sitting in traffic thing. Let's talk about this again. Because in overwhelm, you have all these things. You have all these different things you either said yes to or you have that are priority. There are all these cars sitting there with their red taillights on. Now when your car sits in traffic and you have the radio playing and the heat or the air conditioner going and you're just idling away, you're using fuel you're using energy, you're using energy. And at some point, I've seen this many times, I'm sure some of you have in your life, that suddenly there's a car sitting in traffic with no fuel. And what happens? Oh, well, the traffic gets at a dead stop behind that car. And then everybody has to move over to the other lanes, which now makes the traffic a 100 times worse. So what am I saying? I hope you caught this one. I'm saying overwhelm, saying yes to too many things, 
burns your energy with you just trying to do too much or sitting and doing stare downs with all your priorities. You're going to run out of energy and you're not going to have enough energy to do anything. This is when you get sick, when you get tired, when you get depressed, when you stop taking care of yourself, you get in a bad mindset, when you start running out of energy. And this is the last thing you want to do. This does not help your mindset. I mean, in fact, let's think about it. It makes your overwhelm worse, right? So here you are, you're the driver now that has sat and sat and sat and sat, ran out of gas. Now you're in the blazing heat or the freezing snow or the pouring down rain, none of which sounds pleasant, does it? In a car that's out of gas, blocking the way for everyone, no one can get to you to get gas, you're in the middle of nowhere, getting fuels difficult, and now you're stuck? I mean, there are solutions. Maybe someone will give you a ride. I mean, they're not going anywhere, so basically you're just getting a car to sit there. But well, maybe they have air conditioning or heat, dry place. Or maybe a tow truck drives by and has fuel for you. Maybe you are near a small town that maybe doesn't have an exit, but you could at least get to somehow to get fuel. There's always a way to get unstuck, but getting stuck like that is not a pleasant place. And I think we all know that. Nobody wants to get stuck in the middle of a freeway, in traffic, in bad or overly hot weather, out of fuel. So let's get into a mindset of learning your K-N-O-W, no, to say no, what, how many cars do you have on the road? How many are long-term? How many short-term? How many pull on and off throughout the year? How many pull on and off per week? What does that look like? How do they function? And does that give you time to maneuver? Maybe say yes to something else that will fit? Do you have the ability to adjust and say no to one of the things that's on your road that you can adjust for something else? Things and opportunities arise often. You don't want to be in a position where you said yes to a bunch of things that are not going to support your long-term growth and now you can't say yes to an amazing opportunity. You always want to feel like you follow through your commitments and people rely on you to be that and that is why you're going to get such great opportunities. So if you say yes by saying yes, I have the time and I can make the commitment and you say no because I K-N-O-W, I know that I don't have the ability to give 100% to this commitment and to follow through at the level that this organization deserves and that will really allow me to be involved in the level that I want. When I have the ability or I can adjust my schedule in such a way, I would like the opportunity to come back to you and say yes, will that work for you? Feel free to use that line. The best thing to be able to do is say, yes, I will need to adjust a few things, but yes, I would love to have this opportunity and go back and adjust what you need. But sometimes you have to say no to something because you, K-N-O-W, know you don't want to do it or it's not a good fit. 
but you don't want to blow that bridge too much. So you just need to be as honest as possible and say, you know what, I've pretty much filled my commitments. I am able to make this commitment now. I only take on things that are aligned with what I'm doing right now or that I know I can follow through with a full commitment because the organizations I commit to deserve to have me fully. And I just don't feel right not making a 100% commitment to something. And then right now, this is not the right time for me to be involved in this. I would be happy to look at again in the future and keep me in mind. If it's something that's not at all, then say, you know, I just don't think this is the right fit for me at this point. I will swing back around to you when I can, but I would love to stay in touch and know what you're up to. And, you know, maybe a different opportunity will show up that will allow me to be committed to this organization, project, whatever it is. Again, you can steal any of these that you want that you think that might be helpful. So again, it is a lot about really knowing what you're doing, knowing where you're going, being clear, being aware of what you committed to. What does it really look like? What does the time look like? How long will it take? What is the learning? How flexible are you and those that are involved in it? And seeing what you can adjust if necessary. And then if you're overwhelmed, really take a look at it. Break it down. Nothing is too small to get done. Nothing is too small to make an impact. Nothing is too small to feel like a success. And nothing is too small to celebrate. Because we've talked about this celebration thing before and I'm going to say it again celebrate. Man, I lecture my clients all the time on this. How come you're not celebrating? Well, I don't know. Start celebrating. Start recognizing when you're pulling yourself out of overwhelm. Start recognizing when you've learned to say no in a powerful way because you know what you want. You know where you're going and you know what you need to take you there. A part of that no is your intuition. Your intuition will tell you what to say yes and what to say no to. But you have to be clear. You have to know where you're going. You have to listen to that within you to tell you. So let's get out of overwhelm. Let's drive that freeway fast. Boy, I'm missing that Montana no speed limit thing. I'm going to tell you right now because I enjoyed that. So I'm going to leave you with this. Pretend like you're on a freeway through Montana and there's no speed limit. And you can go as fast as you want, as slow as you want. You can pull over and look at the mountains whenever you want. You can take as long as you want. You can enjoy the ride, because I sure do. (laughs) I'll talk to you next time in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was helpful. I know that there's a lot of overwhelm in the world and I hope this serves you well. I look forward to hearing how it works for you. And I also still want to know, how are you celebrating? If you'd like to learn more about topics upcoming or make suggestions, please go to my Facebook group at Clearly Catherine Podcast.